And welcome back, everyone. And it's time for Lying Obvious Key Individual, Episode 3. Now, first, I'm going to say Episode 3 I did not like at all. It was kind of boring to watch. But we'll, we'll dig deeper into that. But previously on Lying Obvious Key Individual, Loki went in after the mysterious variant while Mobius was still trying to catch him. The episode starts with really like some nice upbeat music. It opens with Hunter C20 chatting with the variant and an illusion that uh, Sylvie, who is the variant later on, they say, uh, uh, creates for her. And the variant is trying to, or I'm sorry, and Sylvie is trying to get her to tell her how many people are guarding the timekeepers. C, um, C20 doesn't say because she feels like she doesn't know Sylvie, which that she never met in the first place anyway. But Sylvie's trying to get her because she's in her uh, mind right now. So then C20 says what color the elevators are, which are gold. And then we see Sylvie come out of something. We, we actually don't know the name of it yet. Uh, but she comes out and knocks out a couple of Minutemen. It's the yellow box square thing. I gotta really look up what that name is. Um, and she knocks out a couple of Minutemen and prunes a couple people. Then we see Loki come out of that same thing and he goes off and finds Sylvie. They fight and Renslayer sees them and tries to prune them, but Loki gets them out using Sylvie's tempad, which gets them out, but accidentally sends them to Lamentus 1 in 2077, a planet which is getting nearer and nearer and is about to blow up the whole city. Sylvie and Loki continue to fight and they both struggle for the tempad and Loki gets it. But then they have to run away because the planet is ripping apart little by little. The meteors are showering down on them. We find out that the variant's name is Sylvie. Sylvie asks Loki what makes a Loki a Loki. And Loki says, independence, authority, style. I love how he says style. It's pretty nice. And then they're looking for something to charge the tempad. They come across like a little little cottage and Sylvie gets absolutely blasted by an, uh, uh, a lady. And later, so does Loki. Uh, Loki tries to pretend to be her husband who went away. The lady tells them that they won't get a ticket on the train, but Loki and Sylvie has other plans. Loki dresses up as a guard. You know with Loki's power, he's able to dress up and imitate people and look exactly like them. We saw that in... Uh, Avengers, the first Avengers, where he pretends to be Captain America, you know, or Tony, you know, or all that. He also pretended to be one of the guards in Thor as well. So, uh, Sylvie enchants the guard, and that helps them to get on board the train. Guard is gonna arrest them, but because of her enchantment of her power, it helps a lot. And we'll talk. So. So, Loki says that his mother showed him all these magic tricks. So, uh, Sylvie talks about how she taught herself her powers. Then Loki has too many drinks and starts singing as Guardian. And there is a little video you can watch and it, turn, it says what exactly he is talking about as well. Then Loki, ha um, then after toasting to Sylvie and singing the song, Loki throws down his glass and breaks it and says, Another! And as the glass shatters, now, where did we see this before? We saw this before in Thor. When Thor is with Jane Foster and friends, and he drinks the coffee mug, and he shatters it down and says, Another! 
Um, so there's an Easter egg for you. For you. Then a fight breaks out between the guards and Loki and Sylvie. Loki gets thrown out and Sylvie jumps too. Loki lands in the tent pad and it breaks because he is thrown out. Loki thinks about hijacking the Ark. That'd be the only way to get it off the planet. Sylvie explains that to have her power of enchantment work, she has to make physical contact, literally has to touch the person, then control it with her mind. All right? So that's how she does the enchantment part. Sylvie tells Loki that she had to pull a memory from 100 years prior from C20 before she fought for TVA. So if you have not watched episode 3 of Loki, I am sorry, but spoilers alert. So the TVA is lying this whole time and Loki finds that out because they stated that everyone who is in TVA was created by the timekeepers. But in reality, they are all variants. They both try to get on the Ark, but a blast goes up right in front of them, and they have to fight more soldiers, causing them to be late. And as a consequence, the Ark blows up, and it ends with Sylvie walking away and Loki looking on. So, how are they going to escape from Lamentus 1? Here are some theories. One, look, we saw Loki grabbing the time stone. Remember, uh, Agent Casey was just sitting there and he tells, and um, Loki opens up a drawer and he sees all the Infinity Stones. And Casey says, yeah, some of the guys use them as paperweights. <laughs> the most powerful things on earth being used as paperweights, but whatever, you know, whatever. So after that happens, um, so that's one theory that he, that he took the Time Stone. Then in another video I watched, it, it says that he actually didn't take the time stone. Because we hear a clink right before he closes the, the desk. We hear a thud. So we don't know if Loki has the time stone or if he doesn't have the time stone. Hopefully it will be explained later on. But I'm just saying it, the TVA is lying. Time variance authority with Miss Minutes. So is Miss Minutes actually evil then? Because we, we, we didn't really hear much about her. They, they talked about her for a little bit. But could she be evil? We, we don't know. She might be some bigger aspect of the whole thing. But I don't know. So that's one theory. Loki could use the time stone. Um, as well, another theory is that uh, Mobius gets them out somehow. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. He uses the, the device thing. That's another theory that could really help him out. Um, here's a question. Will Miss Minutes show up? Look, we've seen her, but is she like a real person? We don't know if she's a real person or not. She might be, but we, we don't know on that as well. Um, and we still have yet to find out the analyst. I know I talked about this on episode two, but remember when Agent Mobius is in Renslayer's office and he's, um, a Renslayer goes, Mobius, and, then Mo and she mentions, uh, she motions, to him at, and there's, you know, like the, uh, I don't know, I can't remember what they're called, but like the thing you put your drink, your drink on, you know, the, a coaster, there we go, the coaster, put it on the, on he, and Mobius didn't, so it left an indent, right, it left a big indent, but Mobius says, I don't remember doing that, he finds out that there's, there's some other analyst, could that analyst be doing it as well, we, we don't know, because Mobius always forgets to do it, but the thing is, he's, he's thinking, wait, I, I thought I did it. So that, that's the thing with 
Mobius there. Um, here's another Easter egg. When Loki falls out of the train, he hits the ground hard. And if you rewatch it over again, you can see that he makes the same pose he did as he did in Thor Ragnarok. In Thor Ragnarok, he did that exact same pose and he like looked up with his head like that. And so that was very, very interesting on that as well. So here's an idea like with, with Sylvie and Loki, I read about it and get this. If you, like, I talked on a video and it shows um, Loki going through files and stuff and you can see in her file, it says Sylvie, I think it's Daughterton, but get this, Daughterton, Daughterton, Loki, Laffy's son, Laffy's son. Loki was Laffy's the Frost Giant's son, right? Sylvie, now Sylvie, I think it was Daughterton, but something like that had the word, you could like add the word daughter in there. She could possibly be Hela's, I'm sorry, she could possibly be Hela's daughter. Remember Hela from Thor Ragnarok? They have a messed up family, as guardians do. Um, their brother is always trying to kill off everybody and trying to backstab everyone. You got Thor, who just power up, he can summon lightning to his back end, and then you got Helena who just takes tries to take over the world and looks kind of weird while doing it. But with Helena, you can see her in Thor Ragnarok. So we don't know if Helena and her are. We, we don't know. It, it could be. I, I think it definitely is. They kind of look alike as well. If you look and compare the two to her, uh, if you compare it to Hela, I think it's Helena or Hela, whatever, and Sylvie, they're 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 compared, so it could be we don't know, but I I think it definitely is. So maybe that might get into a time, uh, get, maybe get into a dimension there, but we don't know yet because that was just episode three. But um, I want to go over how I felt about episode three. I couldn't stand it actually. It's just kind of boring. I'm sorry, it just was like, it wasn't, I don't know. It just wasn't my my taste, I guess. It wasn't, I wasn't really into it at all. And I love Marvel and I've never been so bored watching Marvel. Okay, The Incredible Hulk was kinda, eh. And The Incredible Hulk didn't even have the same actor. For um, Mark Ruffalo, he wasn't there yet. So, it's like, whatever. But I think it's pretty cool that they brought Owen Wilson in the MCU. They're bringing up a lot of big-time actors. I wouldn't be surprised they bring in The Rock. They bring in so many people. Um, Adam Sandler. Get Adam Sandler involved, maybe? I don't know. But we will we'll see with that as well. But that concludes our episode three of Line Obvious Key into a Visual. Episode four will be up. Very soon, we're going to take like a 